the content broadcasted through Swinging Single Podcast is intended for adult audiences and is offered solely for entertainment and informative purposes. The views and opinions discussed may not echo the opinions or perspectives of the podcast creators, sponsors, or associates. Please note that the content in the Swinging Single Podcast is strictly not suitable for individuals below the age of 18. User discretion is advised. Our podcast content should not be taken as legal, professional, or financial advice, and listeners should seek proper advice as required from a qualified professional. Any use of trademarks, logos, and copyrights associated with Swinging Single Podcasts is prohibited without prior written consent. Welcome, everybody, to the Swinging Single Podcast with your host, yours truly, A.C. Maxwell. I'm here to give a perspective, a different perspective of the swinging lifestyle through the eyes of your average single male living in Houston, Texas, who has traveled around the country and some parts of the world to experience the swinging lifestyle. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I have stories to tell. You ask, I'll tell. So sit back, get your bottle of lube, and get ready for another story of swinging and having a great time at TPC. Hempstead, that is. All righty, so let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Yours truly, AC Maxwell, went Saturday night out to TPC Hempstead. But also, I did tell you about that not-so-hot hot wife party at Colette's on Friday night, the, the night before. Ooh, was that a horrible party. Colette's, you got to do better, baby. You got to do better. I don't know how you're still in business, but you got to do better. Bring some pussy in. Do something to get the guys in because that's one. 150 bucks a pop, you get a couple... Get 10, 20 guys in there. Shit, you're making, a, you're making your nut on that uh, night. So that was a bust. It came a couple times. But anyways, so, you know, I take my day. We decided to go to TPC Hempstead. And it's a good place to go to on a Saturday, which I thought. And I'm kind of wondering, I'm going to have to, AC is going to have to do some research. Because I think with all the five clubs that are in the city of Houston, I think we might have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. I think we have too many swinger clubs and it spreads out the clientele. But hey, whatever. What would I know? You know, I'm just a single dude, remember? So anyways, so we decided, me and her decided to go because, you know, single guys can't get on discrimination one-on-one right there. But anyways, we decided to go to TPC uh, Hempstead, because it is the closer to where we live, and we're like, fuck it, let's go there, because you know what, we don't want, we're old, we're getting old for, I'm 47, she's 41, and we really don't want to be out to two in the morning fucking, or waiting for someone to fuck, but, so we go, and we got there actually late, we were supposed to stop for dinner, but we just said, fuck it, just go, because we, surely there had to be people start doing shit, because we got there like at 10, close to 11 o'clock, so god damn it, people gotta be doing something, 
We get there. We walk in, and the fucking place is pretty much half empty. Empty, sorry. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Why is TPC Hempstead half empty on a Saturday night? Now, gradually, people will come in, but it wasn't where you had to worry about your seating. There was enough seat for everybody. Everyone that was walking in, we left around 1 o'clock after all, the, all that was all said and done. We left around 1 o'clock, and there were still empty tables that you can have. Usually, that's not how it is. Before, if you didn't get there by 10, you're fucking standing up all night, or you're trying to fucking take someone else's seat like an asshole, which a lot of swinger couples are because they don't understand etiquette, which... I think yours truly AC has to teach these people, even couples, because some of these couples are really pricks uh, when they steal your shit. Anyways, so we get there around 1030 and it's you know, like, fuck, we're just looking at each other. Go, Jesus Christ, what's going on? All right. So we go sit. We know we sit. If you walk in from TPC Hempstead, you make a left. There's that little two stripper poles. That's where we usually sit. And, and there was a good you know, a lot of people are sitting over there, but you know, and all that. So we're sitting over there. We don't really, we're, listen, I'm DTF. She's down DTF. We're all down the fuck. We're not interested in your career, your kids or anything like that. Well, you just say, Hey, how you doing? Have you been here before? Yeah. Okay. You want to, you think my girl's attractive? Go fuck her. You think I'm attractive? Let's go fuck. Let's go swap or something. Cause we're only got couples there at this time. And our rule, my rule now, since the debacle with uh, Hot Wife Natalie, is that if we're going to play as a couple, both couples must participate. No more of this. Oh, the husband's going to fuck her while the wife sits on the sideline and watches or sits in the fucking front of the club while I let him take my wife, my uh, my hot wife, and fuck her in the back with me and all that. So we all got to play together now. You live and you learn. That's what swinging is all about. So we decide, so we go, we're sitting there talking and bullshit. We're just having a great old time, you know, bullshitting and all that. Like we always do. We always have a great time. You know, we're sitting there talking, pretty much making fun, doing our usual thing, looking at the couples. Who's I, whose ideals was it to swing? Was it his ideal or her ideal? We saw a couple couples there, a few couples that might have, uh, the female might have decided to uh, start to swing an adventure. And I got to ask a question. Gentlemen, when you leave the house, do you look in the fucking mirror? Do you look how you look? Do you shave? Do you fucking comb your hair? Because I see guys in there with ball caps, flannels, and all that. I'm like, to me, I'm like, geez. You know what? Listen, you don't have to spend a lot of money to look good. Just look at a lot of millionaires and billionaires. Some of them dress like shit. But when they dress nice, they can get away with dressing nice and having a $100 suit on. Because everyone thinks it's, you know, Valentino or some Michael Kors bullshit. I don't know what the hell. But anyways, I'm watching these guys and they're coming in. They look like hell. They're not looking good. Their wives are all slutted out. They got the fucking ass hanging out. Nice fucking uh, titties showing and all that. And their husband's just sitting there looking like a fucking dope with a flannel shirt on and a baseball cap. A baseball cap of all things. This is Texas. I thought you would hear at least wear a fucking 10-gallon hat or something. No, they wear that shit. I did see one guy. He actually took his shirt off when he was dancing. Ooh, I think we have a record. I We actually saw six people on a dance floor at one time. It was like a big record, big to do. We were ecstatic because we went up there and danced. We're not the center of attention. We don't like being the only ones out there dancing. We got to have other people dancing with us. You know, it's just kind of creepy. 
So that's one of the things that we really, you know, don't want to be doing. We don't call attention to ourselves like other couples do. But the guy was dancing around, had his shirt out dancing. He's having a great time. Good for him. That's the type of more swinger couples we need. We need people like that. Not the ones that sit down and just sit there and drink and just stare at everybody and don't do nothing. And they get up and they just walk and, you know, you okay, hey, Kay, come on over here. We play with us. And they just sit there and stare at you. Wow. We need more of those fun, exciting couples. We have too many boring, get to know you, have 20 dates before we decide to fuck you or not. So it's around 12. We go back. We said, fuck it. We're going to fuck. So, I'll, you know, eat her pussy out, make her squirt, make her come. We get on top. We're on, the, we're on the orgy bed over in the back. Fucking she's on top of me where I'm bouncing her up off of my, my dick and everything up on my cock. People are watching. Some are, are watching some other there was a good-looking couple. They were sitting in one of those Victorian seats. She was fucking sucking his cock, and the dude couldn't get hard. I feel bad for him because you come out and you're showing that you can't get hard. I'm like, whoa. Because if, if they asked us to play, I'm like, they're a very good-looking couple. I'm like, yeah, fuck my wife. Fuck my uh, hot wife. Fuck her. No, I ain't going to do it because of the fact that he can't get her. She's, she was sucking. I, I think we were fucking for 30 minutes. I think she fucked, sucked him off for 20 minutes. Because it was a long time she was sucking. They finally go in a, one of the private rooms. 10 minutes later, they came out. I notice everything. Even when I'm fucking, I'm always noticing shit. Because like I said, I got to know who you're playing with. Because I got to keep this dick clean. If this dick ain't clean, I ain't going to get no pussy from anywhere else. So it's very important that I know if you're fucking this ugly ass dude, who else are you fucking that's ugly as shit? But anyways. So... We're fucking. We have a good time. I don't blow my load. I'm like, Ugh. I'm starting to, you know, I'm just sitting there not, you know, paying attention or anything. Uh, and I said, people started leaving. So he said, there's no more crowd. So that we stop for a minute and all that. So we get done. We get put our clothes back on. You know, no one's around. So we said, fuck it. Let's go back and get some uh, a drink to cool off. So it's like 12, 12.30 comes around. We go back there to check it out. No one, everyone's just standing around. No one's doing anything, which is fine. You don't want to do nothing fine. Don't don't call yourself a swinger. Fuck a swinger then. Please don't. So there was a the young couple, that the guy who couldn't get his dick up, finally got it up, and they're over in the couple section fucking. So we're like, okay, we'll go watch, you know, check it out, because she had a great-looking pussy, and it was awesome. So we get there. There's a bed open. We go the bed next to him. We go over there and we start fucking. Uh, I get an instant harm and all this. And this one short-haired lady is watching us. Now, my girl said there was no way, sarcastically, that that woman was not into women because she she had the typical. She looked like a lesbian. She didn't look like she was bisexual. She looked like she was full lesbian. And she was watching us. She slapped my. She was like high fiving me while I got my um, my girl bent over and all that. And I'm like, oh okay, shit. Finally, I bust my nut inside of her, and she's like, oh, I, I would like to eat that pussy. And unfortunately, my girl is not bisexual. She doesn't really, you know, dabble in any of that. She might touch a titty or two, but she ain't gonna fucking let a girl eat her pussy. I always told her. And because I because I know what I I'll always I always say this I will not do what I will not make you do what you I wouldn't do and I'm not having a guy suck my dick and so I want to ask her say hey just let her eat your pussy out so I didn't even bother even asking her because I would I would never do that myself so 
Uh, I said, oh, yeah, you know, well, we're done now. Because basically I blew my load, so I'm good. She's fucking good. She had a bunch of orgasms and all that. She got off. She really gets off watching other people when she's fucking while other people are fucking. So that was good. So that was it. There was nothing. There was, I think, I'm not quite sure. I think I saw a black hot wife there. Um, a, she was with a white guy. She hadn't, uh, you know, she looked very good look. I, I thought she she wasn't like the greatest looking woman, but I thought, now that's a good hot wife. She would make it. And she got hammered. She was fucking stumbling by 1 a.m. when we were leaving. She was stumbling all over the place. So I was like, oh, well, the party's over for her. And if I was her man, I would be pissed because you ruined the night for me and yourself because you have to get drunk like that. And you'll see that a lot when you go to places like swinger clubs and swinger resorts. So I kind of felt bad for the dude because, you know, he's got this sexy black wife, black wife here. And she's pat, she's drunk as shit. So his shit ain't going to get any. She sure in the hell ain't going to get any, but you never know. I don't know. I, I, we left that one, so she might have fucked, you know, a bunch of people. Then there was, you know, the typical couple taking picture on that uh, that chair they have and that horse they have and all that. So they, they were doing all that stuff. And there's another couple inside there, and they were just sitting there staring and watching and not doing nothing and all that. So that's why I always I want to ask the question that, do we have a problem in Houston with all the abundance of swinger clubs that are here? Because this was Saturday night, and there should have been a lot of people there. It should have been full like it usually is. I mean, before I left for Florida, this was pre-COVID, a Saturday night was packed. There was a line out the door at TPC Hempstead because it was the only one. And I think there was still TMZ. But I think at the wildish, I think TPC, actually, I think TBC Hempstead was the only swinger club in town during this time. So we all, everybody had to go to that place. And it was just packed. But now, I think the past, since the new year, I don't think there's been a lot. I don't think it's been packed. I don't think it's like been where you had to get there a certain time to get a table. I think there's been tables available even at one in the morning. Um, usually that's not the case. So something, you know, that's something needs to be, I would like to, I wish I could get the owners to okay a study because I want to know how much money they were making. I want to know how much money TPC is making with the three clubs compared to just having the one club. Did they make more money now? Which I think they probably could because, you know, maybe people go, well, we live up in Conroe. We could just go to TPC North or I live in Galveston. I could go to TPC South. I don't have to go all the way up to North Houston for the club. That's a possibility. I'm open to that. But I also think now they take people and spread them apart instead of making them go to one central location. Like I always said, they should have a club. They should have never opened up three clubs. They should have had the club move to somewhere in the 610 loop. A nice big place where you have a nice size club. TPC Hempstead and TPC North are very deceiving. 
and somewhat TPC style. They are small clubs. They're not big square footage clubs. If you go in there, you're like, Jesus Christ, it is small compared to the clubs I've been to. Miami Velvet, uh, Trapeze, um, some other club in Brooklyn I went and it was fucking huge. Or it was like, it wasn't huge, it was wide. It was tall because there was like five stories to it and all that. Like Colette's in Houston is huge. It has a lot of room, so you're not really up on, a, on each other. Now, it being small could be an actual benefit because you're closed in with people and then you're really forced to talk to someone, which I can see that could be a benefit. But I could also see as a deterrent where people who are not overly into the large clouds might say, oh, no, let's just, you know, if we can, let's just meet a couple at a bar or online and meet them at a bar or something like that. So that could be a possibility. I don't know. That's why I would love to study the swing club situation in Houston. Because I want to know, one, why do people not fuck till after 12 o'clock? It's like, it's fucking insane. Why? Um, is it because you have to have a connection? And and to me, it's like, if you have to have a connection, you're not a swinger. You're a fucking serial dater. You want, you're just having an open relationship. Don't, don't call yourself a fucking swinger. All right? Because swingers, if you knew a real swinger, it doesn't matter. You got a pulse? Good. All right? That's fuck. That's what it is. <laughs> So, I would love to find out about that. I would love to hear other people's opinion why people don't fuck past, don't start to fuck till until after 10, 12 o'clock. Uh, I also want to know is we are we spreading the clubs out thin? Because if you look, you got Colette on 45 and 1960, you got TNG on the other side of 45 and 1960. And if you go to, I think, one exit. Up from 1960 and 45, you have TPC North. So you got three fucking clubs probably within five miles radius of each other. Three. Three fucking clubs. Why? Why would you look? I don't understand why. When they were looking and they go, well, this would probably be a great area. There's three fucking clubs. Now, maybe, I think maybe TPC North was there. Then TNG came. But TNG is going to probably takes a lot of business away from TPC North because of the fact that they are cheaper. If you go on a Friday night, you're paying a hundred bucks to TPC North. But if you go to TNG, you're paying 40 bucks. So if you, you know, you want, you don't have a lot of money, you might just go to TPC, uh, TNG, the night game, because it's 40 bucks, which I thought is better because I'm paying a hundred bucks for what? For the look at the same 12 fucking couples in the room and a handful of single guys. And the single guys that come there are fucking looking like shit because they just wear fucking jeans and all that because they don't for force. Well, they do force. They do enforce dress code for some people. I think if they look at you, they don't really like you or they don't find you attractive. Okay. You're going to be told you need to dress better. I mean... When TPC Hempstead was the only club in town, they had the Asian girl that worked on Thursday nights, and she would literally fucking tell you, no, you're not getting in. I Because I was there, because I always wear a three-piece suit when I would go, because I don't want anyone to say, well, you got to go home and change, or you can't come in. I would be in front of guys, and she'll tell them, no, you don't. You need to have a polo shirt on or a button-up shirt on. You can't have a T-shirt. And she would tell them, go, bye. That's 100 bucks right there. She would they lose now. But she would tell them. And guys would be dressed up. Guys wouldn't look like shit. So, you know, and I don't know. I know the owners try to lie at TPC North because, oh, there's a lot of people on Friday night. I go, there's not a lot of people. 
don't stop. Don't be lying to, the, to people. You're false advertising. So when someone goes and you only got 20 couples there, no one fucking, people are looking at, okay, what the fuck's going on? So that's a problem that we really have to, you know, think about. And I just don't know. I don't understand it anymore here in Houston. I don't know. Now, I know Florida has the benefit of tourism, and they got people coming from all over the country and all over the world, and they want to fuck, and they want to do that. So they got that advantage. Then you got, you know, why in Ohio you'll have a fucking snowstorm and you'll have a fucking club full of swingers. But if it rains here, people here don't want to go out. They just stay home. I don't, I, the psyche of the swinger here in this state is unreal. Now, yeah, I am bitching about it because I don't think you have a right to call, you shouldn't call yourself a swinger if you don't actually do it. You are, and you got to find a connection with someone. You got to be able to, you're into that person. That ain't really a swinger. That's like you're dating. And why would you, I don't understand. I, that's why I have a trouble keeping, partners because they're always like oh i need to be i have a connection with them like aurora she will always tell me oh i need to have a connection with the guy i'm like why your connection is to me and me only and if you have to have a connection that means you could fall in love with the dude and that's kind of fucked up you're supposed to be my girl and you're supposed to be in your having feelings for this dude no that ain't good no that ain't right and i think a lot of people fuck up that way so it is what it is. Houston is a unique. Um, Dallas. Now, I haven't been to Dallas or haven't been to San Antonio. I haven't been to Austin since we, I moved back from uh, back from Florida. And it's been, you know, and I haven't gone there since pre-COVID. So everything was before COVID. I don't know how it's changed. I like Dallas. There was a club in Dallas that was small, but they had games. They had 21. And what you had to do was find other people so your cards were equal to 21 and you get a raffle ticket and the more you raffle tickets the more chance you get and they gave you good gifts and all that so people were really playing and you really got to talk to people and all that now i would talk to people but then you know i want to have like a deep conversation telling them about my son my kids my daughters my aunts nieces my career and all that it was just that basic you know how you doing hey this is your first time here oh where have you been they were, and especially with me because i've been so many places they all oh, okay so have you been to this place yeah yeah i've been there too you know and all that and how'd you like it stuff like that then then later in the night he's like hey buddy come over fuck my wife all right pants down dick hard condom on fucking her and I like that because it, it really did help out. Here, you're on your own. Now maybe TPC should do something like that, or maybe Colette. Colette's. I don't. I don't think there's anything that can save Colette's on a Friday night. They're even open on Thursday night, and who the fuck goes on a Thursday night? I'm like, I would not waste my money. I see guys always advertising, uh, like on SDC or Quiver, that they're gonna go to T Colette's on Thursday. I'm like, I want to email. I I would email the dude. And go listen. Save your $150, just get a hooker because you're going to be jerking off because no one goes. I mean, I went there one Thursday when I got back from Florida, and oh, my God, I just wanted to check it out, see if it got any better because you never know. It could have got better. It was me and another guy and that one couple, and that was it. There was no one else there for up to 11 o'clock. So we're like, fuck it. I was fucking God. I jerked off in the 
watch porn to jerk off to, and I was gone. I was gone because there's nothing. That one couple don't fuck any dudes. They're all. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I think they live there or something. But anyways, they, so I don't know what to fix it. I think games would help fix the people break the ice with them, but they don't do it. It's your, you go sign, you pay your money, wow, gone. If you're first time, they'll have the lady show you around, tell you all the rules, the do's and don'ts, and that's it, and bam, they're gone. They should have games, have card games, do something, you know, to get people talking. And I, you know what? Maybe that will get people fucking before 10, midnight. <laughs> also, like I always tell people, eyes wide shut, you get there before 10, you pay 25 bucks, you get there from 10 to 11, you pay uh, 50 bucks, you get there after 11, you're paying 100 bucks. People show up before 11 because I try to pay 50 bucks and 100 bucks. Save 50 bucks so you could drink at the bar. Because actually, kind of, if you went to Eyes, Eyes Was Shut, it's a bar on one side, then the club where you go fuck is on the other side. So they could sell alcohol because it's not a sex. It wasn't a sex uh, classified as a sex, in, uh, sex uh, entertainment place because the sex happened on the other side of the club. I mean, on the other side of the building, which was not connected. And that's why they never, I always said, why don't they connect the two fuckers? Because you have to walk outside and everyone can see you walking outside, walking into this building. It's the doors right next to each other. But that's the reason why that was a law in Florida. So I was going, that's pretty fucking smart. All right. Anyways, so that was my night. We go home, you know, we go get Taco Bell. We go home and go to bed and we do it all over again this weekend. So... It wasn't a great experience again. Uh, like I said, maybe it was because it was a shitty week with all the rain. I'm hoping that it is. Or it's just fucked. Or swinging here is fucked. Oh, God. I don't know if I could live here for another fucking 20 years. <sighs> Especially in this lifestyle. But anyways. So. Fast forward to tonight. I just got back from another gangbang. And let me tell you. Jesus Christ. Some dudes are just fucking, uh, I don't understand guys sometimes. I try to help these dudes out. Like, you know, sometimes I help them out more than I should help myself out getting laid. And these dudes just don't know, don't have a clue. And I don't stay long at her gangbangs. This is Little Miss Fun Time too. Val's gangbangs. I don't stay long because these dudes pissed her off. You got to get, I try to be the first one in a pussy or at least the second one to get my nut because if you don't, you might be there three hours because these dudes don't know how to act and she don't put up with that shit. I was at one, last time I was there, we were, me and her were having a good time fucking all night, fucking all day and these dudes were just, couldn't get hard and all that shit and I'm like, okay, I'm good. So, you know. And she gets pissed off about that. She goes, I have these guys over because I want to get fucked. I want to fuck and all that. And they can't get hard. And she gets upset and she takes it personal. She shouldn't take it personal, but she does. And it's just tough because now I'm fucking sitting there taking the heat for these fucking dudes that can't get hard. And she'll quit and she'll take a 15, 20 minute break. And I'm fucking sitting there, especially if I haven't busted my nut yet. I'm sitting there fucking waiting because I got to wait because I got to get my nut and, you know, I got to wait till she calms down. So, you know, it's a trial and error with her. So I learned, you know, get 
get in there, get quick, and get done. Because you might not, you might be there for two hours. And you don't want, like tonight, I don't want to be there at fucking 10 o'clock at night. Because she's supposed to go to 10 o'clock. I want to, you know, show off, fuck her good. And she got on top, and, you know, I ate her pussy again, and I got on top of her. And, dude, she, we fucked and rode, and she come, and it was great. A couple black guys were there. The term BBC really needs to be fixed because these guys had some little BB. They had LBC, little black dick. I mean, oh my god! I'm like, you poor bastards. And I'm. One guy came in. He was like, "What time does the party start?" It was like seven o'clock. It was like seven ten, seven fifteen. Oh, I gotta get. I gotta. You know, this party should start. I gotta get going. And the black dude. And he's like, all in a hurry. He's fucking got her bent over. He's got his clothes still on. He hasn't taken, he just opened up his zipper, lipped out his fucking black dick and was fucking her. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, so this must, so I go, you know, this guy has an attitude of a guy with a 10 inch dick. So I want to see this. Fucking dude is fucking smaller than me. I'm like, oh my God, dude, you can't have that attitude. And you know what? Thank God you're black because you will never succeed as a white dude in this lifestyle because no one would touch you. The only reason they fucking fuck you because you think you got a big dick, and when you, they find out you don't got a big dick, it's too late. But this dude had a, the tiniest fucking black dick I ever saw. And I'm just laughing. I'm, inside, I'm laughing because I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, you act like a fucking retard when doing this shit. You can't do that. You got to be fucking cool. You know, if you got shit to do, go do this shit. Don't come here fucking on Wednesday night, ruin everything else. Because I'm like, God, he's going to piss her off. And luckily, he was just, after me, he, he went and fucked her. And he's fucking her for a long time. I'm like, dude, just fuck her for five minutes and get your nut and go. And all that. So he got his nut. He fucking cleaned up and took right off. I was like, okay. Why the fuck were you here in the first place? If you're fucking going to fuck on people, man, go. So, I don't know. The dude was fucking weird. And, the, and he's one of those guys who give single guys a bad name, which mostly is not single guys that give a bad name. It's married men that give the, the, the guys, single guys, a bad name because they don't fucking, they think, people think because you see a guy alone, he's single. No, no, no. Not all of us are. I, I sit there say I'm. I still claim I'm single because I swing as a single dude. I don't sit there and tell people, oh yeah, I got a girlfriend or a wife that I do this shit with. We do. I do it separately with them. <laughs> so it's not like, you know. So Friday nights I'll go by myself. Saturday nights I'll, I'll take her with me because you know i'm gonna need her to get in any club except for tng tng smart ideal you are non-discriminatory i like it you allow single guys in uh and all that so it is it's just one of those things where married men give guys really bad because married men think they could touch anything and do whatever whatever they want because they got a pussy with them but you know whatever but anyways Let's see how long I've been out here. Oh, I've been 30 minutes. Okay, well, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to go to bed, upload this bitch, and get to bed and all that. So, you know, it is a, one of those times. It's time to go. So, I hope you enjoyed my my podcast about T, my weekend at TPC. This weekend, I don't know. It's not going to be a good weekend. My lovely Shelby is going to have to be put down. She's... 15 16 i got her as a rescue around when she was two or three she had kids she had puppies and she was rescued from uh i think it was a puppy mill or whatever and they were using her for you know knock her up all the time so 
I rescued her and all that, but she really rescued me because she's a great dog. She was always great with kids. Never, ever once kick a poke, poke her in the eye. She wouldn't get mad. She wouldn't bike. She wouldn't do anything. She was very protective. A dog came in one time and into our yard, and that I never seen her get aggressive. And she latched onto that dog, saying, "Get the fuck out of my! This is my bitch. This is my master. You get the fuck out of the yard." And you know her quality of life is you know deteriorating real fast. So it's time to you know make that hard decision. So I decided to do it, and we're gonna do in home. Um, and so it should be good. So I don't have to take her to the vet to do it, so she can peacefully pass. You know, go to the ra- the rainbow, pass through the rainbow, I guess. So it's gonna be tough. So I don't know what I'm gonna do if I'm gonna go swing anything this weekend because of it. Because I just want to spend as much time with her as I can before she moves on and all that. But hopefully you weren't sad with my story. But it is my life, and like I said, this is my podcast. So. And speaking of my podcast, if you have any questions or anything like that, you want to be joining me on my podcast, we could do a phone interview or whatever. You know, I'm always looking for a sidekick. So if you want to be my sidekick, come on, we could do this. So with that, let's leave it. Let's get that lube back out. Start stroking that cock, licking that pussy. If you've got some pussy next to you, play with that pussy. Remember, guys, women come first before you do because it only takes you 30 seconds to bust their nut. Anyways, I want to thank everyone. You want to reach me? Please email me, you know. If you listen to this long, I don't think you do. It's the swinging, it's swinging single podcast at gmail.com. It's all over everything. Just come on. Email me, tell me how good I'm doing, how I shit, I'm shitty, whatever, and I'm all wrong about everything and all that. So, have a great night, America. My international friends, keep swinging. Your clubs are probably better than ours anyways, especially the European clubs. You guys are fucking wild. I love you guys. I can't wait to get back over there and have a lot of fun with all your ladies and you watching me fuck them. And that's it. Have a great night, America. Keep on swinging and have a great night. (laughs) Hehehehe. <laughs>